sounds right now, I'm going to stay. I'm going to be in the pits of hell, and I would imagine myself burning there. And I didn't even care because the devil had blinded me. I couldn't see anything. And I just thank the Lord that he reached out to me, that he gave me that opportunity, that he didn't come yet because if he would have come in glory for his church and, and, and the church would have been raptured, I would have stayed. Or even that, if I would have died before Christ came, then my, my sentence was done. I've al- I was already going to another eternity. But I praise the Lord because he had mercy on me. He had mercy on each and every one of us. Hallelujah. I thank him. Glory to God. And then what happened after I, I went, after we left the meeting that I said I would never leave the Lord. But you know what I said? I said, I'm never going to do anything in the church. I'm never going to be part of a ministry because I don't want to say anything. I don't want to do anything because I don't want to get hurt again. I didn't want to dance anymore. I used to dance in the church. I didn't even want to do that. But I thank the Lord that, that he, he started to make a, a work in my heart and, and, you know, giving people opportunity again and not just shun everybody from, from me. And I said, you know what, this is for the Lord. This is not for anyone. This is not for my parents. This is not for my husband, my children. This is for God. What I'm doing is for him. And if he endured, when Jesus, when, even if Jesus endured what he endured, and he still loved the people, that's why he died on the cross for us. And so I, you know, who am I? I should continue to work for the Lord. doesn't matter what people may say. doesn't matter what people might do, what they think of me. I don't care because what I'm doing, I'm doing it for God. Glory to God. There was also someone else, Jonah. Jonah, God had sent him to one place, and what did he do? He went to another place. The process of his consequence was disobedience. The process was the consequence of his disobedience. He, he found himself, first of all, he found himself in a boat. Then he found himself in a storm. Then he found himself tossed overboard. Then he found himself swallowed. And, but in the, belly, in the belly of the fish, he cried out to the Lord. He was dropped off at Nineveh and the place where God had put him. And he obeyed what God wanted him to do. To leave that place that you're in just because you don't like it or you don't feel comfortable has consequences. These men were discouraged, but yet they obeyed God's voice and they stayed firm to his calling. Why? Because they loved God and they were able to accomplish the purpose that God called them to do. Paul also went through a purification, a process. He found himself in abundance and, and also in other times he found himself in poverty. He found himself having it all and also having nothing. He had a thorn in his flesh that tormented him. That was his purification process. Now, I wanted to say something else, too. Um, a lot, well, not too many people know me here, but I had been laid off from my job about, it, it was in May of last year, so it's been almost a year now. And I started to work at a temporary job recent, recently, and I went through an agency. About, and I've been working in this one company for three months now. And I figured that I would get a job permanently, I'm sure that they'll, you know, they'll like what I do and they'll hire me permanently. But to my surprise, this last Monday of last week, they told me that they were going to cut my hours. 
So I was going to go from 35 hours a week to 20 hours a week. And I couldn't sleep that night. I was just so worried. I go, oh, my God. I says, I'm, I'm, I'm faithful to you. I, I tithe. I bring offering. I, you know, I serve you. What is going on? I don't understand this. So then on Thursday, on my way home, because right away after I found that out, I right away, you know, called the agency. I went to another agency. I right away desperately looking for another job, finding out where I can find another job permanently or someplace where they can hire me, tend to hire. And um, because I'm always like that. I'm the type of person that I, I don't give up. And, you know, if I need to find something, you know, no matter what, I continue forward. I continue going here and there. So on Thursday, on the way home from my, my job, I started to think and I started to question God. Lord, what is going on here? I am not sitting at home waiting for a job to fall on my lap. I'm actually walking. I'm believing. I'm walking through those doors of faith, believing that you're the one that's opening the doors for me, that your grace and your favor is over me. And every minute I get, I'm, I'm all over the Internet, you know, trying to find that job. So why am I going? So as I started to ask the Lord, I says, what are you trying to show me with this? What are you trying to show me with this situation? What are you trying to tell me, Lord? But the answer came very quickly. I want you to seek me desperately as you're seeking the job. But not also that I receive it for me, but I received it also for the body of Christ. God wants us to seek him like we seek other things, like we're either we're seeking a job, whether we're looking for something else. We're, we, usually we're on the Internet desperately looking for things many times, and God wants us to seek him desperately the way we do you know, our personal things. There's a lot of, some, some Christians, in, you know, in general, where they have God in the back burner. When I get some free time, I'll serve him. I'm sure you probably have worked with a person like that who says they're a Christian, but their first priority is not God. I'm sure there's someone in school that you know, or maybe in your job, or maybe a relative that's that way. Where you say to yourself, and you call yourself a Christian, Christian, and you're not putting God first, and you're not doing his will. But thank the Lord that his grace is sufficient for us. That he helps us, and he, continue, he, he helps us to continue forward. And he gives us new strength. He gives us the strength of the buffalo. The word of God says that he gives us a new oil, a new anointing from the top of our heads to the bottom of our feet. And he gives us the strength of the wild ox when we are weak. When we say that we're, that when we are weak, we can say that we are strong, that we are conquerors, that we have the victory in Christ Jesus. When we focus in reaching God's plan, then He will make a way. Esther came to realize that her privileges were not just for her pleasure. She had been put in the palace for a purpose. God not only has a place for us, but He has a place, but He has placed us where He needs us. The decision is now ours as to whether we will do what we can where we are. Now, Esther's story is an, is an encouragement to us. It reminds us that God always is with us. And to know that we can be used by God no matter where we find ourselves. 
If you are in a season of life where you don't understand God's plan, take heart and be encouraged. Just because you don't comprehend God's plan for your life doesn't mean he doesn't care or that he, and it doesn't mean that he doesn't have one. Have faith and remain obedient to him. God only does, not only does God have a place for us here on earth, but he also has one prepared for us in heaven. Maybe you feel like you're not appreciated. Or maybe you're taken for granted. And no one pats you in the back. You should not be discouraged. Because we are, do, we are working for the kingdom of God. If we do it to be seen by men, then our rewards are going to be my men. But if we do it for the Lord, then our reward is going to be prosperity. It's going to be blessings. It's going to be uh, uh, the filling from God. Hallelujah. So don't be discouraged. And, and, and because in, so even if you don't see it, we need to enter into God's presence. We need to go through that purification process and let the Lord purify us. Let the Lord transform us. God wants to transform us. God wants to purify us. Amen. Praise God. So I just want to encourage you to just continue forward. And if you're in that ministry or you're in, in a ministry or if you're trying, if you want to get into ministry, God's going to, you know, continue to use you in a mighty way. And he's going to reveal his purposes for your life. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I know that you got, you all have an awesome Pastor Joe and, and Pastor Nancy where the Lord is just using them in a mighty way and the Holy Spirit is guiding them to instruct you, to teach you because that's what the Holy Spirit does. He gives us wisdom and understanding. And, uh, and in Jesus' name, I, I believe that you guys are going to continue to go forward. You guys are all men and women of God. And he's just, you know, you're, you're a great vessels in his hand and he's using the pastors to continue to mold you, mold your character. Just continue. Continue persevering in the Lord and believing because your hope is in the Lord. Glory to God. Amen.